Hello and welcome to Last Time On. This is the podcast for people who want to watch all of this prestige television, but who's got time for it? I know I do not. You don't, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jafar. And I am Ben. And we're here to talk about our Go Backer episode of yes. Into the Badlands. So if you've been following along with us this whole time, we watched Into the Badlands. We had no idea what was going on. Last episode, we read the synopsis. We found out what was going on. We made a bunch of predictions over the course of that series, of which I got the most correct. I got, oh, the, yeah. I got the most points. So at the end of this episode, I will pick the next show that we do this format with. But before we do that, we like to go back now that we've got that special something. Context. Oh, I was going to go for like five I, was, I had, like, four things lined up to vamp before I said context. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just shitting my cereal. I'm used to it by now. But yes, now that we have context... <laughs> I feel like that, that Aloy, why do you guys even work together drop is going to get a lot of play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Context, though. Now that we've got context, we're going to go back and watch an episode. We we pick a high-rated episode, or if we have friends who were big fans of the show, we might ask some friends of the pod for some suggestions. In this case, when we went to IMDb, we saw two episodes tied for first, and we chose the one that was farthest away from the finale. Uh, I wanted to go back to season one. Yeah. It's a very different feeling show. We only saw the first episode in season one. Yeah. And the show changes dramatically in season two, so it was interesting to go back to season one, which is what we did. Season one, episode six, Five Poisons and Fist, without having my notes open. I believe Five Poison Fist. Hand of Five Poisons. Hand of Five, okay. I've opened my notes. I'm such a fucking professional. I left my notes at home. My wife had to send me pictures of my notes. Garrett, that guy's just a mess. It's like God spilled a person. Ah, I was wondering if you had moved over to... Nope. Notes just on the phone. Up. Just a fuck up. <laughs> just a fuck up. So yeah, so we watched up season one, episode six, Hand of Five Poisons, with context of the show in its entirety. Yes. Also, it was really nice to be able to watch the show with, as I prefer to watch the show, with IMDb open and just being <laughs> like, oh, hey, where, where did I see that person? And it made me, like, one, realized Quinn. Yeah. New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. That's Oh, he is. I thought you meant he is New Zealand. No. Also, I don't know how I missed it. He was in he's in one of my favorite movies. Lord uh, of the Rings. Oh, he is he is Celeborn in Lord of the Rings, but he's also Guy de Lusignan in Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, I haven't seen Kingdom of Heaven still. If We've had this conversation like 5 times. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. If you do, as with all Ridley Scott movies, watch the director's cut. <laughs> Do you think Ridley Scott just needs to watch and digest for like a couple of years before he goes back? Uh, or do you think Hollywood just fucks with him that much? Oh, they fuck with him that much. 
they, you know, they say, hey, no one will ever want to watch a three and a half hour, you know, epic about, you know, the fall of Jerusalem or about our robots people. Yeah. And I think each time he has been vindicated when they're like, hey, shouldn't Harrison Ford give a voiceover? And they're like, no. Uh, um, <laughs> and... You know, he, he also might definitely have some of the George Lucas of, if I can tinker with it and make it better, why shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. You know, why should why should my art be done when I can keep, you know, making yeah. it more what I want it to be? But I, I do know, at least as far as Kingdom of Heaven is concerned, they were really just like, hey, you can't make a movie this long, cut it down. And mm-hmm. it cuts out tons of context and like really interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a better change than changing all of the guns in Blade Runners to radios. I mean that was Steven Spielberg. That was yeah. That was an it's another joke, Ben. I know. Yeah. That would have been that would have been a very different movie. <laughs> They're chasing <laughs> each other each other around that weird creepy dollhouse with with walkie talkies and just squelching at each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got... And all of these things will be lost. <laughs> like tears. <laughs> in the rain. Over. <laughs> Over, much like this cold open. We've got season one, episode six, Hand of Five Poisons. We open on Sunny, driving out of Quinn's plantation fort with a delivery. The River King, balancing ledgers and receiving the head of someone that's totally not MK, but should be. I did, I did like that the River King has his M in a place that isn't MI6. Like, wherever I'm going, I've got an office somewhere with all of my stuff set up uh, <laughs> in, like, the Bond movies. Where it's just like, why does he have his office set up in the back of this plane? That's kind of dumb. <laughs> but he's just like, got to keep all my notes, got to keep all my ledgers. He's like, it's the post-post-apocalypse, man. You're the only one writing anything down. <laughs> <laughs> the the post-post IRS is not coming for you. Yes. After theme, Sonny tells Vale that their boat leaves that night. Vale is expected to go help Jade, who's been poisoned. I guess that's mm. poison number one. Vale really wants to know about killing her parents. And Sonny is a double dumbass here and gives yeah. half an answer. And it's also... They, they, she gets into this weird thing where it's like, hey, Quinn killed your parents. Yeah, but you didn't stop them from killing my parents. It's like, okay, now are you going to get mad at me about every person who gets killed that I could have stopped? Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe, I, I mean, I'm assuming he was like in the room or something where it's like, he really could have injected himself into the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's also, man, you know the power imbalance of what's going on here? Yeah. Some monks get a read on MK. Yeah, they, so we get ready some, to go get them. Some random guy schlepping down the road stops over to the monks and it's just like, "Hey, get this guy!" and pulls out a wanted poster. And Jafar? Yeah, Ben. Did you get a good look at this wanted poster? It was not a good wanted po- poster. I feel. I mean, but the likeness of MK. It will exactly. It was very generic white dude looking to me. I think it looked too much like MK for it not to have been, like, based on, like, the headshot of the actor. Uh, (laughs) And it's just, how do you have such a good representation of him? 
this is this is the post post apocalypse. <laughs> also, who's making these? So, Jafar, I have to ask you. What happened, her? What the hell happened? But I got the van. I didn't. Do we do these on these episodes? Yeah. Um, they have the printing press, Ben. I know, but who's making uh guy with the dark power wanted posters? Oh, I would imagine we've got someone in town. There's probably not a lot of demand for it. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of reading going on, generally speaking. So yeah, I'm not gonna... a lot of readers among the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to guess that this is someone, this is like a side gig. Your main job isn't making wanted posters or making posters in general. Although there does seem to be, I guess they're all old, all the posters we see. Yeah. Because we see that Pinewood Derby poster at yes. one point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to imagine that they're all, you know, like there's not a lot of demand for it. So this guy, this guy, he reprints old books. Good times. Uh, but not stuff you would expect. He's out here reprinting Chariots of the Gods and Dianetics and stuff. Ooh. Oh, okay. Not great. It's the post-post-apocalypse, Ben. It's not supposed to be great. No. Yeah. I just if if there's there's levels of like he could have been just been printing like bad you know romance novels or something because it's what he has but no it's the it's the real bad stuff <laughs> yeah so now we occasionally have, he gets the moon as a mar- harsh mistress in there that's that one's solid he gets like book five of Narnia it's just like, <laughs> don't have any of the rest of them <laughs> it's what survived yeah but now we know there are three. Three monks on MK's trail. Yep. Lydia tends to Jade, only to have Quinn come and tell everyone Lydia was the one who poisoned her. She <laughs> Jade basically smirks to camera like, ah, I got you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> She's exiled before she has a chance to defend herself. And we do know from our recap episode that Jade did poison herself and blame this on Lydia. Yes. <laughs> which is something Lydia says in the episode. We do know this to be true. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Lydia, <laughs> the smartest person in every room she's in. <laughs> the curse. The yeah. curse that must actually be. Ryder sees his mom out the gates, then tells his dad that Sonny is working with the widow, and Quinn believes it. This is our second poison. Ah, poison of the mind. Yes, and we have one more poison of the mind before we get there, too, because there's only two other poisons in this episode. <laughs> Are there not five? No, there's five. I got one. I got one more. You got one more? Yes. I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay. Well, I was going to... Okay. You can have the fifth one. Oh, okay. I, I, I have all five written down. Oh, right? you have five written down? Okay, then never mind. But I... No, no. I want to hear yours. Oh, it's... My, the, mine doesn't matter. Unless ma- it happens to be the same. The, the, the magic poison that steals MK's powers at the end. Oh, that's not magic poison. That's Ty Lee shit. Ty Lee? From Avatar. Oh, yeah. Chi blocking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> Quinn captures Sonny, calling him a traitor. You have betrayed the Dark Brotherhood. Why? And sending him to the dungeon until he can figure out what to do with him. Vale is packing up when she gets taken by Tilda and the petticoat assassins to Minerva, who had a bad day. So So you had a bad day. Yep, 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 just that. That's all it needs. Why did Sonny not kick everybody's butt when Quinn tries to capture him? (laughs) No, he could have. Like, I understand, like, he makes a, a reference of, you won't kill your own men. He's like, 
I can knock these guys out. I'm that good. I'm sunny. I got a sword. Yeah, especially with what happens in a couple of scenes, too. Also, like, we we get reference to the fact that Quinn used to be a clipper before he became Baron. Yeah. And I kind of get the feeling that this is how most people become Baron, is you stab the previous Baron and are like, haha, I'm the Baron now. Yeah. And since Sonny has trained, like, all of the Clippers and is, like, chief number one Poobah Clipper, when Quinn's like, you won't stab me, you, you'd have to kill all your own guys. I don't know why the guys are like, we'd probably just say, go Team Sonny. Yeah, <laughs> right? Rip down all the armadillos, put sun badges on. <laughs> <laughs> Armadillo was a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> Minerva's bad day here. Uh, she's got a huge wound with blood poisoning yeah but it hasn't spread the widow is rude as hell here yeah but Vale helps anyways yes uh it is like hey don't be condescending to the person who's stitching you up mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this blood poisoning is probably actually our second poison possibly our third poison depending on if we count the poisoning of quinn's mind i do i do count that yeah quinn cannot find Vale and reveals he knows of mk's dark gift and he knows about the baby. Yep. Sonny tells Quinn he's going to kill him, but you totally could have like three minutes ago, dude. Yeah. Hey, when I get out of here, I'm going to get you. It's like... Get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you had a chance. You literally had a sword on that dude's neck minutes ago, and you didn't take the chance. Your threats are now meaningless. Exactly. Uh, we then see Lydia walk a lonely road, the only road that she has ever known, <laughs> where she uh, meets up with a group of hippies yep. led by her dad. Yeah. And did you recognize the outfit of the hippies? No. It was the same outfit as the guy who brought the wanted poster to the monks. Oh. Yeah. So huh. I, I think they're connected. Okay. Yeah. Lydia's here. And uh, she apologizes to dad for her rumspringle lasting 30 years. Yep. And her dad is just like, ah, I'm a robot. I can get over it. And then does does a really fast five-finger fillet. Her, her dad's bishop from Aliens. <laughs> yep, she promises to join the commune. And Vale gives us poisons three and four, or four and five, as an insurance policy to get home safe before she needs to leave to make the boat. So she puts I, three yeah. vials down in, in front of the widow. Three different colored uh, containers. <laughs> Two of them are poison. One of them is the tincture you need to survive. I'll when tell I you when home. I get home. <laughs> this is smart shit. Yeah. This is good shit here. If I'm ever in the post-post-apocalypse, I'm always just keeping a couple of veil, uh, vials of poison on me. <laughs> <laughs> Some ricin, because this is AMC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so much better if one of this is, is the, the cure for you. The other two are thermite. <laughs> thermite. And that will cut through a lock. Because this is supposed to be one big-ass lock. Quinn and MK talk about how the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Also, and- it's it's... So nice to see MK back in season one where he's just like, I don't want to kill people. It's like, aw, buddy. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to change so quick. This was real interesting. This was like, Quinn, if you just had this scene with Quinn yeah. and nothing else, 
and you ended it before he's all like, oh, we're going to take you to a prostitute to lose your virginity. You would think Quinn is a good, good dude. Yeah. He's talking about altruistic shit. He's all like, you have to, the only way to make the world a better place is to fight. You can't just go to a place that's better and hope that it's better because that's not going to be the case. He talks shit about Congress, which I appreciate. Well, did you see the the model he has? Yeah. It is the White House, Capitol, and Supreme Court as one building. Yeah. So I do like <laughs> I do like those post-post-apocalypse things where it's like, those buildings were probably destroyed. Somebody saw a representation of them, thought they were all the same building, and just made a replica of it. Yeah. And so, like, stuff has been distorted. Yeah, I really appreciated that. Now, I do also really appreciate that while Quinn is manipulating him, yes. MK is also cognizant of the fact that Quinn is manipulating him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, man, I'm sure you told the same thing to Sonny, yeah. but Quinn is just like, hey, you joined me. Instead of killing Tilda, I'll capture her, yeah. and I won't kill Sonny. Yeah. Spare Sonny, save MK for, or save Tilda for MK. Big deal. Yeah. Ryder... Meanwhile, is working with one of Jacoby's clippers to arrange his father's death while he is out in the red light district with MK. Yep. Waldo frees Sonny and reveals he is the one who's been helping Minerva this whole time. <gasps> Who could have seen it coming? Us, when we saw him in season two working with the widow. Also, yeah. also us when we read the synopsis. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> but it was cool to see wheelchair Waldo just snap a guy's neck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I've got plans going on. You don't factor into them. Just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he gives Sonny his as repentant back. Yes. And he kind of like lays down a like, well, you can make it out, it out of town or you can go save MK. Yeah. You can't do both. Nope. And I know what I'd do, but hey, you can yep. go do what you're going to do. Vale tells Tilda blue is the tincture the widow needs, but then tells Tilda, hey, uh, you know, you can. You can lie about that, yeah. though. Maybe give the widow like, a little poison as a treat. Like, if if, if you want to give a little, the widow a little, little poison, poison. Just a little poison. Maybe all the poison. Doing, you know what? Give her both poisons. Give her both like, poisons. <laughs> now she's got to drink all three. It'll fine. be funny you know, to see what happens. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. If you knew, you'd tell me, right, though? If you knew, if you knew you'd tell me, yeah. Maybe, and the widow's know. just like, why yeah. are you giving me two? Why are you giving me two vials? <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, this is bad odds. <laughs> MK and Quinn get to a very empty town when Jacoby, his Clippers, and Ryder all come out of hiding to kill the two of them. Ryder says that he was taught power is always taken, so he's going to take it. Quinn activates MK's gift, who makes quick work of Jacoby. Sonny kills Quinn as MK kills everyone but Ryder. Yeah. When Sonny interferes to save him and wakes MK up out of his dark gift. Now, obviously we know Quinn survives. Yes. But I could see why that would be a big shock given how eviscerated he looks in this moment. But I was a little disappointed right here. Yeah. Because while uh, Quinn is like hiding in an alleyway, just like skulking behind some trash cans, Mm -hmm. probably could have learned a few tricks from Lydia because his sneak skill is not very high. No. Because Sonny comes up right behind him. We cut away while MK is killing everybody else. Yeah. Um, and we just come back to like him finishing the last person off. And I'm like, 
oh, but the fight scene's going on over there. <laughs> Just stab Quinn and get on with it. I want to see the fight scene. Oh, homie, maybe we should go inside. But Marge, that little guy hasn't done anything yet. Look at him. He's going to do something, and you know it's going to be good. Well, Luckily, we got more fight scene coming. There's more fight scene coming. The big fight scene of the episode starts here when the monks show up and just turn MK off. Yes. Uh, they they reach behind Data's the back of Data's head and hit his off switch. Yep. Pinocchio has no strings. <laughs> and he just, like, collapses. Yeah. Sonny won't let the monks take MK without a fight, though. There's some cool stuff. This is a, this is a big the big fight scene of the episode. Sonny takes his two swords. Oh, he goes full Calcestis here. He go yeah, he goes full Darth Maul on this bitch and yeah. has a double sided sword that he fights with. And and then like can disassemble it and reassemble it at will. Yeah. This is this is real Jedi Survivor stuff. It's awesome. It's sweet. I liked it. I'm sad like we don't get any more of it. Yeah, well the sword breaks. Yeah. And we know that he gets Moon's sword. In a couple of episodes. Yeah. And well, then later Waldo's sword. And then later Waldo's sword. The monks activate their gift and then assemble Voltron. Oh, yeah. They beat the crap out of Sonny <laughs> while dancing on each other's arms. <laughs> they end this fight, break Sonny's sword. MK gets put in the trunk and taken away. Both literally and figuratively, because he's put in a trunk and then that is put in the bed of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia gets baptized in a hotel hot tub. Oh, well, like, the... Worst, creepiest hippie swaying is going on by everybody else. <laughs> it's like, you have taken way too much peyote. Um, Was it the worst, creepiest? Because I feel like I've lived worse and creepier. I mean, it was real. Like, I have I have been in some bad drum circles. Uh, I'm just, I just need somebody to just go, let's change up the beat on their djembe and then start playing the same beat over again. Because <laughs> they're just barely like... Oh, it's so true, though. Minerva reveals to Tilda that she once had the dark gift before asking which bottle to drink. Vale finds Sonny's broken sword, but no Sonny, who has been taken to the River King, who is taking him away to sell him outside the Badlands. Yes. MK wakes up in the trunk as the monks take him to the monastery. Yep. So all of our heroes are either in se severe straits or split up or or getting making, baptized or making some some major decisions. Yeah, and that's it. That is into the Badlands for us. Just in time. It's leaving Netflix as of recording in 21 days. I know. I think this episode airs the day it goes off Netflix. Oh man. It's, it's a good show. Hopefully, I mean, I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere. Yeah, it'll probably pop up somewhere. I, AMC Plus. Ha, yeah, AMC has is, their own is, thing. Well, it, they had their own thing. It's all folded into Max now. Oh, good. Because every TV channel having its own streaming service was so dumb. Yeah. No, we've seen a handful of them collapse and fold in. Discovery Plus, AMC Plus, Leecher Report even have all folded into Max now. And then we've seen Showtime fold, fold into Paramount Plus as well. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But that's that's into the Badlands for us. Ben, this yeah. was your pick. It was. How do you feel about the show? I got exactly what I wanted out of this show. Hell yeah. Yeah. I got roundhouse kicks. I got, you know, 
crazy, self-serious kung fu storylines with also f- fun post-apocalypse storylines. Mm-hmm. I loved the art direction. I loved the, the characters. That said, there are some bits where it's like, okay, did we really need that third double cross? Uh, <laughs> but when everything was all was clicking on all cylinders for this show, it was... It was exactly what I wanted from a, you know, when was this? Like 2016, 17, 18, I think. It ended in 2019. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think because they split up season three. So, yeah. yeah. So it was three seasons spread over four plus years. Yeah. This is exactly what I want for a new adventure show. You know, I, I grew up loving like Hercules, Xena, the... Magnificent Seven TV show mm-hmm. where it's Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Oh, I love Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. He touched Pete's piece. Nobody touches Pete's piece. You're touching my piece, Kansas. I'm calling you out, Kansas. It's so good. <laughs> but where it's, hey, every episode you're going to have a little bit of action, you're going to have some over the top story and characters. And yeah, this one takes itself a little bit more seriously than the stuff Mm -hmm. from the 80s and 90s. But that can also be fun where it's, hey, we're actually trying to tell a serious story here that's really giving an homage to the Hong Kong action movie world. Yeah. Uh, So I, I was able to get on this show's wavelength, and I'm sad there's not more of it. Yeah, when I was trying to find stuff for season four, like what was going to happen, it was all, is it coming back stuff from two or three years ago? Yeah. And to see just a ton of articles from 2019 and early 2020 being all like, is Into the Badlands coming back? Maybe Netflix will pick it up and seeing like some half-hearted fan campaigns and stuff. That's always sad. Yeah, it it was disappointing to see that that's what had become of the show and how it was probably going to be remembered is just as a show that was just kind of done and too expensive to, to keep going for not being as popular as they wanted. And yeah, the, I, I looked at a bunch of the ratings data just cause I was curious mm-hmm. as to what, how had, how far it had fallen and it was rough at the end, but also they, they kept throwing it around time slots and yeah, there's they a did bunch it no things. favors. They, they fireflied this show. Oh, they, it, this show got a much fairer shake than Firefly. Oh no, but they, <laughs> they, the 100%. last season they did not they did not do it any favors. Fair, um, yeah. I I think I overall enjoyed this show. It took me a little bit to warm up to it. Yes, <laughs> um, but once it got a little bit more wushu and mystical and a little less sloppy sword fighting. I'm able to accept that a lot more, Mm -hmm. a lot easier. I did end up enjoying the story and some of the characters. And I mean, it's post-post-apocalypse, which is like one of my favorite genres. Yeah. Post-apocalypse, I'm not really interested in anymore. No. Uh, But post-post-apocalypse is fun. fun. And I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn is like one of my favorite games of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh. Hello? All those years of delving and you never found a sense of humor. Enough! I remember when watching the E3 footage of like, this is, is this cave woman fighting robot dinosaurs? There's yeah. no way this game is bad. And just like, I, I pre-ordered that game before we knew anything. <laughs> like, and I was 
riding that train. I had that game on release day and it was so much more than I was anticipating. And I can say the same for this show. I don't think it's going to be one of my all time favorites. I don't know that I'm going to go back and watch it all. Definitely not before it's off Netflix. No, but if it's on max or something where it's easy access for me, I don't know that I would go back. I might make a point of going back and watching that season two episode with Badgie and Minerva at the ma- under the master's tutelage and oh, at the learning, monastery, at yeah. the monastery, that one struck me as interesting reading over stuff. But yeah. that will probably be the extent of my journey with Into the Badlands. I'm 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 at least glad it it, it is not the take you had when we first started watching our first two or so episodes where you're just like I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, well, there, I had a handful of problems with the show. And I think part of that was just the episodes that we had chosen. Okay, well then, Jafar, the only thing left is to talk about what comes next. Yes. So I get to choose. Yes. And we're going to be doing a bit more of a show. More of a show. More of a shows isn't actually a more accurate statement. Oh, no. So Breaking Bad was, what, like 80 episodes into the uh, into the Badlands was like fifty, right? Uh, into the Badlands was thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing kind of shorter stuff. Oh no! And I think that that's been fun for us, but I think we haven't really gotten to stretch our legs. And I want to I want to play with this format more. I want to skip a ton of episodes and see what happens. Okay. Um, I want to do something that's just ridiculous. So we have to decide how much we want to, how far we want to stretch this marshmallow. So next we're going to be watching Stargate. All of Stargate. Yep. I remember when we wrote this on the spreadsheet. I I thought it was a gag. I don't know that the movie counts. It, I, I, I don't know if the movie counts. I I will. I have people I can ask. Yes. I think it's part of the canon, but I don't know if it's part, if it's important to the show universe canon. It, we I might believe be... MacGyver plays Kurt, is Kurt Russell. Okay. I'll find out. Yeah. If someone, I'm sure there's a, someone in the, in the, who are you discord? Oh, for sure. That will be able to tell us. Yes. Whether or not we should be watching the first, the movie or the pilot and then skipping. Cause that's how it's going to be. And we're going to do SG-1 and Atlantis and Stargate Universe. And we will watch the pilot of SG-1 or the movie and the finale of Stargate Universe. So we're going to miss probably, we'll definitely miss a series finale or a pilot because we won't be able to get both because they'll be back to back and we're going to be rolling too many dice for that. But how many dice is the question? All of Stargate is 354 episodes. Jeezy Pete's. Over 17 seasons. Do we want to do this in eight episodes? Do we want to aim to do this in eight and roll? My my soft math was 8d10 or 13d6 to skip episodes or... Do we want to give it more breathing room and say we're going to aim for the average 
of 20, which is one episode a season of the show about. It's 20.8235, whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean, if I was making my choice, I would be doing these in chunks. Like, uh, you want to just do SG1? My thought is sometimes it might be like, if we come back to Stargate once a year, and it's kind of like slipping into a warm bath. Like, <laughs> oh, we're coming back around to Stargate. Maybe we accidentally watch Sequest instead one time. Uh, <laughs> Man, I, I love Sequest DSV. <laughs> I've never seen it, so... Well, you will have to do this show with someone else then. I would. To do that, which is another thing we've got to talk about, Ben. Yes. Uh, because we're going to have someone joining us through our journey through Stargate. I don't know why they agreed to this. Victor from Dominion Media and Television, who is a occasional co-host, guest host over on Who Are You? Mm -hmm. And friend of the pod, is going to be joining us for our journey through Stargate. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm sorry, this is how we are going to meet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have they have interacted with Jafar a fair amount. I know we've interacted a few times on the Discord. We've never gotten a chance to speak. So it's going to be after watching Stargate. Well, you've got BattleBots in common. That's true. So you'll you'll be able to talk about that. Okay, why don't we cut it down to just SG-1? I think that's a good call. And we will go and do Atlantis. Maybe we'll see if we need a show next October. Or just like, hey, every three or four shows... Somebody, like, when it feels right. Yeah, we'll go back to Stargate. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I was really looking forward to the prospect of missing finales and pilots. Specifically missing pilots. I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> it terrifies me. <laughs> like, we come back next time and it's just different characters doing different stuff. Like, can you imagine doing that over Star Trek? That'd be tough. Yeah. But interesting. Oh. Um. Yeah. But, I, okay, so we'll do that, and if that's the case, we chop off, like, five seasons, because most of this show is SG-1. Yes. And probably go down to, like, 250 episodes. Uh, so, so many episodes. Like, that's, I, I, I have to look up how many were in Atlantis and a Universe. I think Universe ran for two short seasons, and I think Atlantis ran for three normal seasons. But definitely the bulk of it's SG-1. And I guess if that's the case, too, then we won't be doing the movie. We'll just start with the first episode of SG-1. Maybe. We'll still ask. We'll, see, we'll find out if we need to, like, if the movie is pertinent. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. So I don't know how many dice we'll be rolling. But we'll figure it out. It will probably be, like, four or five D6. <sighs> <laughs> Not quite the 13 D6 to do 354 episodes in eight. But, I'm, I'm terrified of the dice we would have to roll to watch One Piece. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> like we're casting Fireball. Yeah, I'm gonna aim us for one a season, I think. So we'll, we'll probably do like 15, 16 episodes of Stargate instead of our 10 to 8 to 10, like we've been. Okay, that sounds like a plan. And then hopefully we can find a synopsis. But I'm not gonna worry about that for like a couple of months. Yeah. All right. Well. I guess that's everything. Man, I was really hoping it was going to be Veep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Veep. <laughs> I want to watch Veep, too. I know you need it as an excuse to get Max, so. Yeah. Is, is Where can we watch Stargate? 
Amazon Prime Video. Okay, great. I've got that. It's on Pluto TV for free. I don't. Is Do you have to pay for that one? Nope. Pluto's free. Pluto, I think, is the streaming service that Amazon dumps their extra shit on for tax write-offs. Ah. Uh... I think, like, there's a bunch of random shit. Like, it's got, like, 60s Batman on it and stuff. Oh, no. What? Stargate went full Babylon 5, and they've got a bunch of tie-in movies. We're not going to worry about those for now, either. <laughs> Should this podcast ever become popular enough to warrant having a Patreon? Oh, okay. You can watch Stargate with Prime. That's... I just pulled it up, and it said my region wasn't the right to watch it in. Do you have your VPN on? No. 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 Okay, because I just pulled it up on my app, and... It's fine. Okay, cool. Amazon Prime it is. All right. Yep. Well... Okay, I accidentally started an episode. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I can't turn this off. <laughs> there we go. I accidentally cleared some notifications. Hope those weren't important. If it is, they'll call back. Just like I'll always call back. Should Ripe ever call me, they won't because they don't know I exist. But their their, uh, record label CEO knows I exist, so that's cool. (laughs) Thank you, Ripe, for giving us permission to use Goon Squad as our theme music. We appreciate the hell out of you and this song. It's a bop. It's a banger. Everything you guys do is awesome. You can find more of their music on all of your favorite streaming services online. That's true. Also, we want to thank you, Annette Lucina, for your photograph of a TV that you licensed under Creative Commons that allowed us to make our show art. You're awesome. Thank you. And with that, we will see you next time on Last Time On.